Hi. Okay, we're doing this. Let's let's try to record another podcast again. Never done this before. Oh my god. Seriously, I think this is the show that broke the camel's back. And by camel, I mean me, and and by back, I mean me. Or something like that. I don't even know. All right, welcome to the the bitterest pill. Uh, My name is Dan Class. I'm in my garage under the flight path at Los Angeles International Airport. This is episode of the Bitter Spill number something like I don't even give a crap anymore. I think it's like 345 or 6 or something. I don't know. I've almost done 350 shows. And the reason I started wanting to stream the shows live when I record them is because it seemed fun. And so far, because my computer died, really died. Let's face it. My computer died. I'm using my wife's old computer. That thing is slow and doesn't have any RAM. It just, the whole thing is a freaking nightmare. This is take three. Yeah, this is take three of the show. Uh, I wasn't, the, see, the weird thing was I wasn't even prepared to do the show before I started tr- failing to do the show because getting all this, I don't really have that much free time, Right? So if there's not that much free time to get this stuff sorted out, and then once the show... So you kind of make compromises. And you get it kind of working. And then you're like, F it, we're just going. And then you go, and then it fails. And now now my brain has been flushed. Of every... Like, all the stuff I was going to talk about, who cares? I don't care. Who cares? It's over. I don't care. I don't even know... I mean, are we even streaming? Are, can you, is there even any audio? All I know is that the podcast is recording. And so I'm going to stop fooling myself with the notion that the stream is actually stream. You, know you know what I mean? So what I may do is I'm going to re- record the podcast. But what happens is, so I stream the show on Tuesdays at 1130 my time in the morning. <laughs> And then theoretically, then a recording of that show gets looped along with all the other Alpha Geek Media shows. Alpha Geek Media, where media is geeky, alphas. Um, in a continuous loop. Now, if I don't have a show, if there's no video version of the show or if the sync is too bad or whatever, I'm just going to make a video, I'm pretty sure, where I get a puppet and the puppet lip syncs to the podcast because I don't care anymore. I don't care. This used to be a, an audio show where a like a fairly neurotic guy would record a podcast about his life and talk about all the things that are going wrong and whatever and whatever. But it, but I don't want it to de-evolve into a fairly neurotic guy talking about what's going wrong right that second. That's not entertaining. It's not even entertaining to me. It's not even therapeutic to me in any way. It's just bullshit, right? We can't do this anymore. Because last week, what what happened was, um, you know, we did the show. I recorded the show. Well, I didn't. I didn't record the show. Let's be clear. 
I let YouTube record the show, and then I downloaded the video, and then I tried to process that. And in all my haste and all that other jazz, I don't think I actually used the real microphone. The big mic. The mic is that's right here. I think I was shouting into the top of my laptop for an hour. Which, as you noticed, if you listened to the show last week, sounds like crap. So I think I'm shouting into the right microphone this week. Yeah, okay. That's what I should do every time is just... Okay. If it makes that sound when I touch this black thing, then that's the right... Okay, good. So... So then I wrapped my head around the sound situation and then I thought, you know what, Dan, whatever, just, just, okay, download the video and then, you know, and, 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 and my mouth wasn't syncing to my voice, which it probably isn't doing now. And I don't care again, I don't care. And this is why I don't care. So last week I thought to myself, you know, self, all you need to do, this is not a big deal. Download the video, open it up in Final Cut Pro, resync the audio and you're golden. And then the the stream, the, the uh, looping video that loops with all the other videos that loops when we're not live on the air will be fine. It'll be perfect. It'll be in sync. No one will know but Heather. Heather was here last week. Oh, God. I thought I'd turn that off. I'm getting text messages from my wife. I'm doing a show. Um, I thought all I'll have to do is sync the video. No one listens to the show live. Only Heather was here. Heather W. from wherever. I forget where she's from. Sorry, Heather. And um, I know it'll be the wiser. So I download the show. It sounds like crap. I don't care. I, I get that all together. And then I go to sync the show. Now, all that really means is you, you open it up in Final Cut. And you've got a video track and an audio track. And your mouth isn't in line with your uh, voice, right? So you just got to tick, tick, tick. You kind of move one of them until they're in line. And that's not that complicated. You just do it by eyeball and you wait and this is, looks a little crappy and this looks a little better and this looks a little better and this looks a little crappy and you're like, oh, okay, well, I should go back one and I'm done and you're done. And you do it and then you're done. Except whatever's going on with my system and I'm using the software called OBS, which apparently I'm using OBS 0.13.1 for Mac. What I didn't find out until 10 minutes ago, apparently it's having some sort of sync problem beyond beyond my control or capability or my understanding or anything. They're having some sort of problem. Which I could have told you last week when I went to sync the video. So I sync the video in the beginning and then luckily I go to check it later on. Because if your sync is off a little bit in the beginning, it kind of can throw itself off a little bit as it goes, right? No. The video threw itself out of sync. The recording of the video. Every 10, 20 seconds so the piece of crap video version that's on youtube right now of last week's show 345 or whatever that took me all day friday and i'm not exaggerating now why even bother it i have no idea no one's going to watch it again sock puppets sock puppets because i could just record myself working the mouth of a sock puppet and that would only take an hour this took hours and hours and hours of sinking and sinking and sink, sink, cut, sink, cut, sink, cut, sink, cut, sink, cut, sink, cut. Sink, cut. It's not worth it. But because of all that, and then I was going to switch back to my computer, but it just crashes too much. I'm trying to get it so I can at least hear myself this week so I know I'm using the right computer. 
I have no, there's no show. Like I'm just stalling right now because I don't want to admit to you that there, there's no show. Right? I'm still doing financial aid applications. I'm still, we finally got our income tax finished. What am I looking for? Um, I was going to check something and now I don't even know what it was. Yeah, okay, I get, yeah, that was weird brain fart. It was like, oh, you should look at this, Dan, and then there's nothing to look at. I finally finished the taxes. We owe money no matter what I do. No matter what I do, no matter how big a failure I am, and no matter how much I have the government take out during the takeout part of the process, we still owe money. I just don't get it. What was I going to do just now to the computer? What was I going to do? That's so weird. I don't know, I'd love to have time to check and see if you can even hear me. Oh, that's what I was going to do. I was going to see if anybody's in the chat room, but I think I dumped that a long time ago. Right? Let's see. No, no one. Why am I doing this? So week, what is this? Week three, week four, the doubt sets in. Because this isn't a call, this isn't a call-in show. And I am not giving you like nerd news or whatever, right? So who, right? Who cares? My wife and I've been together for uh I don't even want, I don't even want to say how long. Let's say th- 30 years. Is that a scary proposition 1920? Yeah, let's let's say ru- just roughly 30 years. And I'm not saying my wife isn't very intelligent cuz she is. My wife is a very smart lady. So this isn't a like my wife is dumb thing. I'm about to say this is not a women are dumb thing. I'm about to say but 30 years my wife still cannot turn on the television by herself. 30 years. And it's always somehow my fault that she doesn't know how to work the TV. But literally 11.30 at night, the other night, I made the mistake of trying to get into the shower. I tried to get into the shower at 11.30 at night. After I thought she was already in bed, and I'm just about to get in there, and she comes knocking on the bathroom door, how do I turn on Netflix? Now, yeah, in her defense, when she was out of town, I switched over to watching cable TV from what we normally do. So, granted, again, in her defense, things had changed slightly. But in 30 years, I have not been able to convince this woman that when she can't watch what she wants to watch, to just try pushing a couple of buttons and see what happens. There are, right, it's not that, and and listen, I'm not that smart, so if I can figure it out, it's not that complicated. Video signals come into the television. There's a couple of different inputs. If you can't see what you want to see, switch to the other input. But we've been going through this since 1986. And she will come to me, Dan, I can't watch TV. It just has a thing or whatever, a blank screen or it's snow. I'm like, honey, remember how you wanted me to set it up so you could record one thing on the VCR while you watched another thing? And I bought that big black plastic switch from Radio Shack. You remember that? And every time we have this conversation, every time we have this conversation, I will say to you something like, did you flip the switch? 
And you'll say, what switch? And I'll say, the switch. The switch is the inputs. Did you check the switch? And did you make sure it's still on channel three? Right? That's the old version. That's And it's still the same thing. It's just different words. Right? But that's what you, but that's what happens is, and I don't know, maybe there's just something like, we have a universal remote. You want to do something? You just tell the remote what you want to manipulate. TV. But I guess to her, TV still means TV in like this broader sense and not TV, the TV monitor, as opposed to the cable book. But again, it's not that she can't learn it. It's that she knows she doesn't have to learn it because that's my job. And maybe it's the only thing keeping us married is that she's scared to death that if I ever left or died or whatever, she would have nothing to watch. I am the lifter of heavy objects and the guys that the guy that knows which input controls the Apple TV. And that is the extent, pretty sure, trust me, of my usefulness at this point. But I would love to know if other people, I think I have to start doing stand-up comedy just so I can interview the audience to see if I'm crazy or if I'm just married. Because I'm pretty, I just, I have to assume that other couples go through this thing where one of them is the one that always has to be the one to like, you can't just try. Can't you just try? Why do you have to come and get me? And my family's like that with everything. Dad, where are my um, tights? Well, did you look for them? No. No, Dad, why would I look for my tights when all I have to do is find you and ask you where they are? Why would I look in the bedroom where I was standing when I can walk across the house to interrogate you? You, who's not doing laundry right now, you're washing dishes, and ask you where my tights are. Why, why would I look for tights? Why? Can you tell that my meds haven't come in? Has that become an obvious situation at this juncture? I don't even want to talk about meds and all this shit, but I will say, I will say this. So, and I get, maybe I'm going to devote the rest of my life to cleaning up the psychiatric community or something. But listen, when someone, and this isn't for my shrink, maybe it's a little bit for her, not, not shrink. You know what I mean? The, the, the prescription writer. And, and partly for the insurance company and partly for the pharmacist, because they're all kind of this team, right? The doctor writes a prescription, then you take the prescription to the pharmacy, and then they call the insurance company, and then the insurance company approves or denies. Now, apparently with uh, loco pills, the insurance company always denies, at least for me, always denies. And then the pharmacy has to call the doctor. The doctor has to call the insurance company and say, listen, he needs this. Could you just please? And then the insurance company says, okay. Because they don't want to give you anything. Insurance companies are set up so you give them money and then they tell you you can't have stuff that you think that they should be giving you. Right? So. And maybe this is an okay system, but I would assume that like with me, most people that have a prescription need the prescription to be filled. So what happens is, again, I go to a doctor specifically to get crazy pills. Okay, not crazy pills, but brain pills, cranial 
right? Because, because the idea is that I'm too big an a-hole without these pills. Okay? So the idea is that you write me a prescription for these pills. I take these pills and then I can get my life together and not want to yell at people all day. Okay, so I take the prescription to the pharmacy. The pharmacy calls the insurance company. The insurance company, no, they say no. So then the pharmacy contacts my doctor. My doctor has to call. Okay, then there is what is essentially a five to seven day lag time. Where I have to get the like the approval process in the insurance company. I, maybe they're testing me to see if I really need it. Right? What if they were antipsychotics? Can you can you imagine? Can you imagine? Am I shaking the table all day? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting worked up. Five to seven. Seriously, what if I needed them for something really like really dire? Listen, it's just for attention deficit. Whatever. It's not really that bad. I've been in an okay mood. A couple weeks ago, it was bad, though. I needed the meds. I really did. Right now, I'm fine. But but when I gave them the prescription, I needed the prescription to be filled. Like, we were not joking around. Five to seven days? That does... That seems criminal. Criminal. Not for me, but, in, but like, there have got to be people that are really suffering for a week waiting for their meds. Right? That's nuts, man. We can't do that. But I think my, um, it's so funny. So Hudson and I went to a hamburger place recently. So we walk in, it's this place, the hamburger habit in El Segundo. We walk in, we haven't been there in a couple months. And I'm a little excited because I'm with my son. I don't get to see him that much anymore. You know, it's kind of that thing. We're weaning off each other because he's a teenager and that's what you do. And I don't like it, but that's life, right? Okay. So, so we go into hamburger habit. And there's always chipper people that work there. And they're chipper and they want to chipperly take your order. So the guy's like, hey, yeah, how you doing? You know, being too chipper. So sometimes I try to just seem like a normal person and try to respond with chipperness. I'm like, hey, man, I'm fine. And so I say something to him like, hey, did you guys paint in here? Because to me, the walls look a different color. I don't remember them being that darker, rusty color. I remember them being a lighter color. I don't know what color. I don't go around memorizing the paint scheme in the hamburger places, but I just am getting this weird feeling like they've painted since I was last in there. So I say to this kid, hey, man, did you guys paint in here recently? And he's like, uh, and he looks around and he's like furrowing his brows. like, no, I don't, I don't think so. So now my sanity is in question for me because I am utterly convinced that they painted this place in the last two months and he's looking around and like, like, no. And so I'm like, are you sure that you didn't paint? Cause I don't think the dining room, didn't the dining room used to be a different color and he go and he's looking again at the dining room. He's like, no, no, I'm pretty sure that's pretty much it. Now, because because I'm me, and I, this does this is probably taking like three seconds. To me, it ta- it feels like five, ten minutes. Now, granted, in his defense, it was probably seriously three seconds. Okay, because I want to comp- I want you to understand that I know that I'm not right, but to me, it felt like a ten minute conversation about Are you effing serious that that is the same color? Because there's no way that's the same color. And he's like, No, you're crazy. 
That's the same color. So finally, the chipper girl at the other register, she says, oh, yeah, no, no, no. They painted that about two months ago. And the guy, the kid, the boy says, really? And she goes, yeah, they painted that two months ago, but you didn't work here yet. So I am trying not to say anything. But. okay, so we order our hamburgers. And we sit down. And I say to my son, who's now, he's almost 17, folks. Get it. I know. Get a grip. I say to Hudson, what is, what? I th- I'm in there. I think I'm going insane. This jackass is trying to convince me that they haven't painted the dining room. It turns out he's only worked there for like three weeks. Why is he saying, like, I come in, I'm clearly acting like someone that is a frequent customer of the hamburger habit. And I'm like, did you guys paint the walls? Why is he standing there, like, really thinking about it, going, no, not really? Why? Why is that even happening? Why are you making me, you're like gas lamping me or whatever that's called, right? So thank God the other girl was there. She's like, no, they painted that like two months ago, meaning I'm not crazy. They painted, this guy's just an idiot. Kids that work at hamburger places are stupid. That's what it means. You're not smart enough to know. You don't know what you're talking about. And maybe that's America. America is just a smiling jackass who thinks he knows everything because he's been somewhere for two weeks. And this isn't even the upsetting part. The actual upsetting part is we go outside and I'm saying all this to my son in my normal Dan rant. And he's literally just sitting there waiting for me to run out of steam. Because he's 17 and I'm his dad. And really, things have changed. And honestly, my job is to shut up and just keep him fed. You know what I mean? So I'm saying like, who is this kid? And I think I'm nuts. And Why would he say that? And he's just like, ah, God. When is our food going to be ready? Now, our order is fairly simple. Okay, here's our order. And maybe this is going to be too uh, complicated for you because you don't work in a hamburger place. But here's our order. A hamburger. They call it a charburger. But but this this is our order everywhere we go. Okay. Hamburger with just lettuce with regular fries. And another hamburger, however you normally make it, with sweet potato fries and two drinks for here. Here's my credit card. Okay, that's our order. This is how we have to place our order. Okay, I'd like um, a charburger with uh with just lettuce okay do you want cheese on that no i want a okay i want a charburger with no cheese and nothing on it except let what is just where you come from what does the word just mean because i kind of switch it up Sometimes I organize say just lettuce. Sometimes I say 
lettuce only because that sounds like how they say it. You know what I mean? Like you try to mimic the vernacular of the people that work in the thing. Like when you go to Starbucks, you really should just be able to go to Starbucks and say, give me your largest coffee, jackass. Right. And that should work. They should be able to translate from the normal human American vernacular into Starbucks ease. But then they train you very quickly. You got to just learn Starbucks ease. So I'm trying to learn hamburger ease. So I sometimes say just uh, say lettuce only. What I really should do is look the bastard in the eye and go, listen, I want meat in a bun with a little bit of lettuce. And that's it. So I finally convinced the kid that that's what we want. We want meat, bun, lettuce, regular fries. Make my normal. Do you want pickles on that? Why do you ask me, do I want pickles on it? No. I don't want pickles. And does the char burger have cheese? Because that's a char cheeseburger. Do you understand? When did cheeseburger become the default burger in America? Because I think it's been during my lifetime. I thought hamburger was the default and a cheeseburger was a hamburger with cheese on it. But you know what a hamburger is? A hamburger is a cheeseburger with no cheese on it. And I am sorry, I am not behind that at all. A hamburger is not a cheeseburger with no cheese. A cheeseburger is a hamburger with cheese. End of discussion. So we go sit down and we wait. We have our conversation about the jackass who tried to convince me that they hadn't painted the walls. Hudson was literally almost rolling his eyes because he's so done with me. I go to pick up our food and there's onions all over Hudson's hamburger plain with just lettuce. Onions. Onions. How we discussed it. For five minutes. How are their onions? Now, I don't notice this until I take the food all the way back to our table, which is outside in the back of the restaurant. So I say to Hudson, uh, H, they put onions on your burgers. You can't, you can't eat this, right? And he's like, no, I can't eat this. Well, suddenly now, dad's, right? <laughs> suddenly your dad's ability to go hassle people about what is reality comes in very handy. So I go up to the counter and I say, hey, <laughs> okay, listen, you guys effed up. So I now have like, right, I'm in the mood. This is me that needs the meds because I am furious over some onions, honestly, right? But I'm furious. I'm furioso. I'm driving down Fury Road and I wanted a plain hamburger with just lettuce or a hamburger just lettuce or a char burger with no cheese, no nothing, just lettuce. Whatever it was, I whatever I had to say, I didn't care. But this isn't what I ordered. So I go over like, hi, this is supposed to be just, and I'm trying to force like this smile and it comes out like, like the uh, stress emoji. This is supposed to be just lettuce, but it has onions on it. And the guy's like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. All right. Did you think that I walked all the way up here from outside just for an apology? You're the manager of the store. When people come up here, is this really? Do I, why do I have to train you on how to be the manager of a fast food place? I haven't worked at a fast food place since, like, 
What? Ronald Reagan was president? Can you just, you know how this goes. I come up, I say the burger's wrong, you apologize and then offer to make me a new one. So I'm like, well, could we get a new one? Oh yeah, sure. How did you want that? Okay. I want a hamburger, please. That's just meat, bun, and lettuce. Okay. Oh, okay, great. So just me. So he calls it back. He calls it back exactly in a way that should be translated properly. Now, again, I'm still standing and he's like, well, do you want to keep that hamburger? What hamburger? The one in my hand? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to um, do you want to keep that one? So now I'm lost. Now I'm lost. And, and again, I, I should just be I I know you're nice and you're normal and you would have just said, oh, no, thanks, blah, 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 blah. But I'm confused now because I'm like, why the F? If I was willing to eat this hamburger, or rather my son was willing, my hamburger's fine and is getting cold outside. But if my son was willing to eat this hamburger, I wouldn't be standing here having this conversation with you. He would be eating the hamburger. No, I don't want the hamburger. That's why I'm holding it, but I keep moving it toward you. Did you not notice that I'm holding the hamburger? And every time we talk about it, I kind of like stretch my arm to almost this like straight position where the hamburger is now actually closer to your body than it is to my body. That's this kind of international symbol for take the goddamn burger and make me the right one. Please, please, or give me my $7 back. Dude, can we... Okay, please, I'll go back there. I just want a patty. Just throw some, right? See, life is easy for you because you don't get upset by these things. Because you, right? I bet you're just normal. I bet you're normal and you can just go to the hamburger place and be like a normal person I would love to be. Plug me. You know why I want the meds? I want to be plugged into the matrix. I do. I don't want to be out here where everything's grimy and shitty and everyone's bald and they've never used their eyes before. I want to get plugged into the matrix where you just walk down the street and there's pretty girls and you're normal and you're wearing a suit and you look like Keanu Reeves and everything. You know what I mean? Like plug me in. Because I bet when you go to the hamburger place and they make the wrong hamburger, you probably just do a normal person thing, skip up to the counter, just like, hey, man, could you make me another burger? And they're like, sure, man, how do you want it? And you're like, hey, man, just with lettuce, man. And they're like, okay, do you want that hamburger? And you're just probably like, no, man, I don't need this burger. That's cool. Instead of, ah, no, I want to give you the burger by shoving it up your rectum. Because this wasn't that complicated and now you're just asking stupid questions and I know you idiots painted that wall and you need to have a meeting until all the new guys that when a bald old 50 year old man comes in here and asks if the wall is painted and you've only worked here for two weeks, don't say no. Because you don't know. The world didn't start when you arrived. There was actually things happening before you were born. Millions of years of existence before time that you can even begin to conceive. So when someone says to you, hey, is something that you've never seen, does that exist? You can say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
And Hudson and I were talking about this this morning as it related to a thing in his life. But I got, and maybe we've, I think we've talked about this before, but I got in big trouble. Oh, we probably talked about it this summer. I got in big trouble with my wife really early on in our relationship because um, we were at her, the house where she grew up with her family. And you're supposed to be on your best behavior when you're in that situation as the guy. And I was trying to be on my best behavior. And her dad was there and her mom and her brother. It could have been a couple of, it could have been like, God, it could have been the whole family. I mean, I think like my niece and nephew were there. They were young. A couple other nieces, like every, I think everybody was there. And we were having a conversation about, I don't even know what. Okay. And at some point I made the statement. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, t- I told you this in the summer. I'm so sorry we're going back over this. But I made the statement to the group that the New York State Thruway uh, is Route 90 uh, up in Rochester. And my wife's father said, no, 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 New York State Thruway is 87. And I said, um, oh, is, oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just know up in Rochester it's uh, Route 90. It's like, no, 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 the New York State Thruway, and everybody starts piling on me. But her father wouldn't let it go. The New York State Thruway is Route 87. Route 87 is the New York State Thruway. And I'm like, well, listen, it could very well be 87 around here near Poughkeepsie. I have no expertise in that area. But I'm telling you, I grew up in Rochester. The New York State Thruway in Rochester, all the freeways that go to the thruway are something 90. The 290, the 490, they're all 90 because they go to Route 90, which is the New York State. He wouldn't let it go. And my wife got really upset and she's like, hey, Dan, can I talk to you in the house with my teeth gritted? And we go in the house and she's like, why are you arguing with my father? And I say, I'm not arguing with your father. Your father is arguing with me because he doesn't know what he's talking about. And I know what I'm talking about. And if I don't know what I'm talking about, I concede that I don't know what I'm talking about. So when he says the New York State Thruway is Route 87, I say, well, it may be true, Your Honor, that the New York State Thruway is 87 near Poughkeepsie. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's 87 all the way from Manhattan to Albany. But I know for a fact, having grown up in the area, that from Albany to Buffalo, it's Route 90. He is arguing with me, and I am conceding when I don't know whether I'm right or not. Okay? And I think that's where I get, like, that's definitely where I got pissed off with the counter kid. Like, you can't, I listen, I get it. You're 16 or 18 or whatever. I get it. But you need to learn right now that you should concede things that you don't actually know are true or not. You, you need to accept that your information is limited based on very limited experience on this planet or in this habit, right? You've only worked at Hamburger Habit for two weeks. So therefore, you don't know the answer to my question. But I think that's the problem with so much in our country right now. No one is willing to find out anything. They hear things. A lot of things they hear are true. A lot of the things they hear are not true. And they just run with it.
they dig in. No one will concede that they don't know anything. And conceding that you don't know something takes a lot of strength. And no one's willing to try to be that strong because they're afraid of what? It's going to make them look weak. It makes them look childish. And it scares the hell out of me. You know what I mean? Like, I know there must be a certain number of people that listen to these recordings that are Republicans. I know that. And I don't like to get political on the show, although I'd love to. Well, no one listens anymore. I might as well. But the point is, I know some people are Republicans. I get it. We have, uh, right? We in this country have, have different ideas and opinions about the way things should be handled. And some end up being Democrats and some end up being Republicans. But you guys, you really need a candidate. The Republicans, you need a candidate. This isn't a candidate. You have no candidate. You're scaring the crap out of me that these are the people that are, this is the best we can do? Donald Trump, in his vitriol, his racist, misogynistic bull, the crap that spews from his mouth, all that's really the best we can do for a Republican candidate? When I am starting to miss Mitt Romney, we are in big trouble as a nation. Now, I'm not saying Trump is going to win, but Trump could win. And I think as a nation, if Donald Trump is voted president of the United States, we're going we're gonna to be set back decades, decades, decades. Trust me, look around you. Things are not that bad. I remember what things were like during the Reagan years. I remember what things were like during the Bush years. I look around Los Angeles. You know, Burbank used to be a hellhole. Westchester, where I am now, used to be a hellhole. Culver City used to be a hellhole. When I first moved here during, I guess it was Bush by then, right? The first Bush. Burbank is now gorgeous. Culver City is gorgeous. Westchester is on the rise. Look around you and tell me that it's not the same. Things are not as horrible as everybody on the right seems to try to paint it. It's not. Look outside. It's not that bad. And I don't know if it bothers some people that Obama is a, a diplomat and not a cowboy. Is that really what it is? I I don't the right is always talking about how the the country needs to be taken back. Why what is so what is so wrong? What hell are you being put through that I don't know about? Please let me know. Because I suspect you're waking up in clean sheets with plenty of food and plenty to drink every day. Most of you have no threat of bodily harm all day long. Right? I don't know what the horrible thing is that the, please tell me. I, I want to know. I want to understand you, but I don't get it. And so the fact that Donald Trump has gone beyond being kind of a joke and is actually a candidate, I, I don't understand what it is that you're pushing against. Illegal immigrants are not taking jobs you're willing to do. End of story. Are there extreme Muslims that come into this country and are going to start doing things that we don't abide by? Yeah, absolutely. Should we... Hold them to the full extent of the law? Yeah. Yeah. 
just like we do anybody else that does anything else that goes against the laws of this land. Absolutely. We can't let people who are religious extremists tell us what the law should be in the United States. But that's what you have. You have religious extremists that want to rewrite the laws of the United States of America so we live by their religious convictions. And that's why you shouldn't vote for Ted Cruz. Okay? Again, I don't know what it is that you're so afraid of that we're pushing against, those of you that are pushing. Right? If you don't want Muslims coming here, rewriting our laws, let's not let Ted Cruz do it either. This is the United States of America in the 21st century. Let's continue to act like it. If your main fear is that you're white and you don't want the, like the privilege of that to go away, it doesn't matter who's president. That's going away. Male privilege is being chipped away at. That's just what's happening. That's progress. That's because time has gone by. That's because it's no longer the 50s. But that's not Obama. What you think? Is that what you think? Is that what you think that if you elect uh, Donald Trump, that that'll secure male privilege, male white privilege, rich white male privilege? I mean, not for long, if at all. Listen, time is ticking by. The world is the world. We live in the world. We need to act like we live in the world. Donald Trump is not going to be able to build a wall around this country that freezes it in time. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. Time ticks by. Non-whites are here and they've been here for a long time. Gays, lesbians, transsexuals, they're here. They've been here for a long time. The fact that we're talking about it is because time has passed. And everybody gets their due. Right? Don't be scared. The water is fine. No one is going to hurt you. And the people that do hurt you will be dealt with. But everything is fine. You got to relax. But if you're really worried about taxation and welfare state and all that stuff, and that's fine. If you want to be a Republican, that's fine. But again, where's the real candidate? Because I think whoever it may or may not have been, they got crushed a long time ago in all the yelling and the fear. And that's kind of sad because I want it to be a fair fight and I want it to be a fight uh, between two people who are presidential. I really do. I want a presidential election to not scare the crap out of me. That someone that really shouldn't be representing this country as a figurehead might get the figurehead position. Where are we as a nation that Donald Trump is legitimately doing well using this tactic? And honestly, I think Donald Trump will just say whatever it takes to get the job. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you've seen the video clips of him saying he's a Democrat. You've seen the video clips of him saying how Hillary Rodham Clinton is a, a very capable human. You've seen those clips. I, I think he. I think he knew that if he yelled long enough, loud enough that it would work. And he's done it and it is working. And you're scaring the crap out of me. The absolute crap. 
I was supposed to work on a short film on Saturday. An hour away from my house. And I was supposed to be there at, I think, 3.30. Yeah, I was supposed to be there at 3.30, an hour away from my house. And so I was about 10 minutes away and they texted me and said they wouldn't need me until like 7.45 or something. So it was 3.30 in the afternoon. I'm on the other side of town and they don't need me until quarter of eight. So I go to the record store and that was kind of depressing because I used to go to this place called Rockaway Records. And it used to be this huge UCD place at a little bit of vinyl. Now it has a lot more vinyl than I think it does CDs, but it's tiny. And that's, you know, sad. But I got it in my head that I'm like, like I've got so much time to kill. I should try to see Deadpool. But I couldn't think of where there were any movie theaters over there because I haven't lived there in 16, 17 years. It was over in Los Feliz. So I drove through to the main triplex there in Los Feliz, which is an old movie theater that they subdivided in the 90s at some point. And it wasn't playing there. And then I remembered about the Vista. Now, the Vista is this old. I should. I was going to look it up, and I was having all those difficulties. But the, the Vista was this old movie theater that um, they refurbished completely when my wife and I lived in that neighborhood. And then they reopened it for Jurassic Park. And it was gorgeous and loud, and it was fantastic, and it was great. So I thought, oh my God, that's right. The Vista, that is the movie theater in this area. Because I didn't want to go to a freaking mall. That's the movie theater in this area where they might be showing Deadpool. So I went over there and there it was. In all its glory. Deadpool at the Vista. Now, not only was Deadpool at the Vista, but as I'm driving by, it's about quarter of four in the afternoon, maybe 10 of 4, and it seems like a disproportionate number of the pedestrians in the area are walking towards the Vista Theater. To which I reply, ha ha ha, it must be showtime. So I park. Oh my God, it was so fantastic. I park, I go up to the thing. Deadpool starting in 10 minutes. I get my ticket and I go in there. And I will. I'll, I'll post on the website a picture to or the website maybe to the Vista Theater. It's this gorgeous Hollywood kitsch, like Egyptian style, you know, like sarcophagi decor. And everything is lit, and it's backlit, and it's red lights and blue light. You know, it's just it's so it was so nice to not go into a cineplex where there's eighteen theaters that all look the same. The previews are all the same, and the the pre-show videos all the same, and all the same, same. No, it's a cool, refurbished hipster movie theater that you really need to make a point of going to sometime, right? You need to go down into your city and find the oldest movie theater and just go there, and don't go to the multiplex every single time. 
So they start rolling video, and it's an old, like, intermission video from an old drive-in movie. It's this kitschy thing. It was so awesome. And then they start showing the previews. Oh, let me say this, though. So next to me, so I sit way close to the front because I'm alone, and I I haven't been to an, a movie alone in a while. I'm a little out of practice. And these two guys sit next to me. And in that neighborhood, at least when I lived there, you would assume that they were a couple. But I don't think that's the case anymore. I think it's actually a lot of like couples and like hetero couple, breeder couples and gay couples. But when they first sat down, just some out of some weird reflex from having lived there before, I assumed they were a couple. A gay couple. And then one of them left and said, oh, I'm going to go. And so and then he came back with a bunch of food. And then I thought, oh, now that's so sweet. They're a couple. One saved the because my wife and I would do this. One of them saved the seats, and the other one went and got food. But I don't want to look over at them, and I start eyeballing them because they they sit right next to me. There were plenty of places to sit where they didn't have to do that, but they had to do that, and they did that, and I didn't want them to do that, but they did that. Not because I thought they were gay, because I just wanted a buffer seat. So the guy comes back with a food. He hands some food to the guy that was sitting with the seat. And it smells like hot dogs. And I'm like, there is no stinking way this is a gay couple. Because there's no gay couple that I can imagine. And maybe this, is this homophobic of me to assume that a gay couple would never eat movie theater hot dogs at four in the afternoon? Like, that's not right. Only a couple of straight guys would eat hot dogs at a movie theater, right? Have has gay culture progressed to the point where gay men will eat like rotisserie dogs at a that, there's no way, right? And just the way they were talking and laughing and everything, they just sounded dumb. Like I don't know. You know what it is? I don't know. I don't think. Oh, I may know one dumb gay guy. But you know like most of the gay men I know are really smart. Like I I'm, I I'm really <laughs> I'm now on a quest. Because I know like one evil gay guy, but maybe his stupid minion is gay. I got to find out. I know an evil gay guy, which I will tell you about another time. And he has this minion and the minion is really stupid, like really stupid. And I wonder if he's if he is gay. He is the only like super stupid gay guy I've ever come across. Is this is this totally offensive to dumb gay people? So I don't know what's going on right immediately next to me. If these are like dumb gay guys that eat hot dogs or if it's just a couple of guys, you know, like. I don't know how young guys dress anymore. You know what I mean? Like young guys dress better than they used to, like the technosexuals and all that. You know what I mean? But I don't know how they dress in those fields anymore. I have no idea. Anyway, they show previews. And the only preview I remember was for Batman versus Superman versus Batman versus Wonder Woman. And again, how how lame that they I mean what they decided to make a movie called Batman versus Superman and then they couldn't fill the story and so they brought in Wonder Woman but they wouldn't put her on the title or well, like what what is that about? It seems like an afterthought. It looks like an afterthought. Clearly, right? But Batman versus Superman trailer is exactly what I have against superhero movies right now, which is I'm I've seen them all. 
even though I haven't seen them all, I feel like I've seen them all. They're so like, I feel like all the Marvel ones kind of are the same now. And the DC ones are all kind of the same now. Batman versus like, I didn't like men of steel. Why would I go see Batman versus Superman? It doesn't, who cares? And then they started showing Deadpool. From the moment Deadpool started, I knew that for me, the superhero genre had been saved. Deadpool is a disgusting, vile, hedonistic, sexual, scatological, violent, stupid, hilarious, hilarious movie. Before the story even begins, the story begins. Before the dialogue even begins, before you even know what's going on, it's hilarious. It's self-aware. It's self-referential. It's in on all the jokes, but not so in on the jokes that I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to watch a comedy where the actors know they're in a comedy. That just ruins everything. That's one of my many problems with the Big Bang Theory. I don't know how you people watch that. They all know they're in a comedy. They all think they're so... It's just... Ugh. Deadpool. Well, you've already seen Deadpool. Listen, I loved it. I was so... I was so scared I was going to hate Deadpool. You have no idea. I was so scared that I was going to hate Deadpool. Because I saw the trailers and it looks really cheap because, you know, they cut the budget a lot. It was a cheap movie. When you do a superhero movie and that much of it takes place during the day, like, is he not allowed to go out at night? Is he like the opposite of a vampire or something? Is I think it's because they didn't want to shoot at night because they didn't have money for that many lights. Oh, it was so good. It was so... I'm so relieved. I was so worried. I can't be bored by superhero... I want to like superhero movies. I want to. Thank you. I never thought... I never, You know, I'm about to say something that I never thought I would say. And I have to really take a moment before I say this because it's really true that I'm about to say what I'm about to say. After the Green Lantern and after the proposal and after his veneers co-starred in Adventureland and after years of thinking that he was just kind of a TV version of Jim Carrey, I would just like to say this one thing. Ryan Reynolds, I apologize and thank you. All right, thanks for listening to The Bitterest Pill. <laughs> I forgot to... Uh, I'll clean that up in post. I forgot to start the music because I forgot that I'm trying to record this in a way that I don't have to do post-production, and that's never going to happen. Anyway, I'm so tired. I should have had a Diet Coke an hour ago. Damn, no wonder. I have no energy. Anyway, listen, that was The Bitterest Pill, if you can believe it. What a weird show. I keep... I keep forgetting putting off the story about... I... I keep...
keep, what was I saying? <laughs> I keep putting off telling you the big story about the guy that owes me money because I want to work all this stuff out first. But we're getting a faster internet connection next Wednesday. So hopefully next Thursday, I'll have that to have been upset by. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for putting up with me. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, it's hanging on by a thread, I think. Although apparently I'm still streaming live on Alpha Geek Media. All right, let's go back to this. Yeah, okay. Anyway, thanks for uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. So the show is uh, let's push a button. There we go. We do the show now live every week on Alpha Geek Media on Tuesdays at uh, 2.30 Eastern, which is 12.30 Mountain, 11.30 Pacific. I kind of left out Central Time there. What is Central? Is that the same as Mountain or is that an hour later? So what is it? 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central, 12.30. So you have to do Mountain because Alpha Geek Media is centralized in Mountain Time, right? So Mountain booted Central. I'm sorry, Central people. What is that, Chicago? What is that? And then if you're in Hawaii, I don't know what time that is. 10.30 in the morning? I have no idea. Does it really matter? Oh! Ah! I pushed too many buttons. And of course, thanks to everybody that supports the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash danclass. Yes, if you go to Patreon and go to patreon.com, you can help keep this uh, fantastic show going. <laughs> By uh, donating a little bit to help the production of each show. Uh, a lot of people are helping support the show, and I want to give them a special shout-out. Well, really, th- I want to thank everybody that supports the show on Patreon. Uh, it goes, uh, it goes, yeah, it goes straight into my drugs and booze uh, budget. But definitely a thank you to Megan, Jeff Short, Rob Houston, Dave Jackson. Oh, the show, the song stopped. Here, let's play the song. Dave Jackson... Uh, 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 Mike Hamilton, Flores, Tom Carroll, David Chase, and Gerard Cortinez, Chris Class, Scott Mercer, and many, many others that p- support the show on a Patreon at patreon.com slash Class. Okay. Why is it making that sound? Oh, I know why. I need a producer. Anyway, uh, check us out at thebitterspill.com. That is the website that's always the website. Uh, although I got to tell you something, I'm really toning down the show notes because I don't care anymore. But I guess I'll, po- I'll post a link. I will post a link to the Vista Theater so you don't have to Google it if you care. And let's face it, you don't care. Oh, we already did that. Um, follow me on Twitter at uh, danclass.com or Facebook. I'm also danclass at, or not danclass.com. Twitter is just danclass. <laughs> Whatever. My, my email is pill at dan class.com all right that is it for the bitterest pill if you happen to be watching uh the stream live there's still 20 minutes of this malarkey left i i don't know if i'm going to keep going or shut the whole thing down if there's anybody hanging out let's hang out but if not let's not okay all right let's see if i can make this work ready all right thanks for i don't know how to do that anyway bye the Bitter's Pill is produced by Jacket Media, makers of fine podcasts since 2004. That's 